Hello, my imaginary friends, SM2N here. Simon, it is the 27th of November 2019, so this is my audio blog, day 27 of Napod Pomo. And thank you very much to Rich Roberts for uh, Fireman Rich, that is on Twitter and all good social networks, uh, for the shout out in his day 24 post uh, for Napod Pomo and also for giving me stuff to talk about actually um, uh, a couple, couple of topics I wanted to pick up on so first of all um, yeah th- thanks again for uh, for your sympathy etc about or empathy about me posting some uh, inaudible audio on the 24th in terms of the topic matter covered um, I've already covered most of that I was talking about the interviews and the that that long kind of five-hour interview slot that they requested for me and how different that was from that one company to the other company. So I was talking about that, um, and and I've covered that in a subsequent boo, so that's fine, hopefully. Um, The other thing I was talking about on that uh, that recording was was about uh, the idea that I was talking about the previous week about... um, about doing stuff, doing amazing, exciting um, feats of endurance and physical strength, etc., like um, um, swimming the channel for for a charity, or or um, you know doing a parachute jump, or anything, running a marathon, anything like that, where. Um, where you might do something for charity, so that you. And 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 then and then brag about it in a Toastmaster speech was um, the reason I I raised it as a topic. And that's the reason I was even thinking about it was uh, having heard people talking about this those things that they've done, some for charity and some just not for charity, just for their own personal um, satisfaction and enjoyment. Doing these amazing things and then um, bragging about them on uh, in you know in a Toastmaster speech, and. I was, I wanted to reflect on that, and that's what I wanted to talk about in the bill on the twenty fourth. Was my reflection on that that that's not the motivation to do something good, and to do something to help people who need help. You don't do it so that you can brag about it in a speech. You do it because you genuinely want to help them, and so for me, uh, and and and. And people that want to want to cycle some amazing distance, or run a marathon, or or, or swim the channel, set themselves a, cha- a challenge, and then achieve that challenge, and raise some money. I think partly they're doing it because they actually want to do that amazing thing for their own satisfaction, and maybe raising money for charity is. Is is a secondary element to it. I think there's there's definitely an element. It, well, even if it's the other way around, even if the char- if it's charitable first, but there's also a, a a satisfaction of setting yourself a challenge and and, and achieving it and doing something that you enjoy. Um, that might maybe a secondary thing, but there's definitely still that as part of the motivation. I think, um, and then certainly bragging about it afterwards in a, in a speech. To me, the more I reflected on what I'd said the more I felt one well, no, that's the wrong motivation really um, so when I do spend my spare time and my available time to help people that need help 
um, it is in doing other things. It's it's you know voluntary work which you can't you can't necessarily point at some amazing feat of endurance that's associated to the charity work. It could be you know something a lot more banal like uh, uh, not more down to earth like serving on um, serving as a a, a trustee a, a school governor that kind of thing. Uh, so voluntary work, unpaid work where you're doing something for the community, you're using your skills and giving your time um, without any um, expectation of a reward other than the fact that you're just the reward of knowing that you're doing something for the community, whether it's your school or or even, you know, a, a local a non-profit thing like Toastmasters group, uh, um, a Toastmasters club. There's voluntary work to be done there. I'm doing voluntary work there and it's for the benefit of the members of the club. So for me, in terms of helping out where I'm needed and where people need my help, it begins at home. And that's one of the things that I've kind of neglected, I think, um, because I've been so focused on my career and my job and earning, earning the money to the best of my ability that I don't always take the time to <laughs> understatement uh, take the time to do do the like odd jobs around the house that need doing and and spending the maximum amount of time with my kids and with and my wife so um, that's been a great opportunity just at this time when I'm um, you know while I've been made redundant I'm out of work I've been able to spend and invest time in the home and in the family. And doing things that needed doing and catching up with stuff that I've been putting off and all that kind of thing. So those have been my prior that's been my priority and I'm not gonna be ashamed of that, actually. I'm not gonna be ashamed of that and say, Well, I I spent my time doing that rather than um building schools in Africa. Um no, I should be proud of the fact that I've spent some time with my and invested time in doing stuff that's for the benefit of my family and and you know, and yes, I'm doing stuff with Toastmasters as well. So I'm doing stuff for the local um, community, if you call it that. So, yeah, I'm not going to be ashamed of that. I'm going to be proud of charity beginning at home. And if I can achieve everything that I should do as a decent husband and father and homeowner, <laughs> um, then and I've still got capacity, then great, I can do something more further from home, as it were. Um, yeah, great. And if I want to do something, if, I, if I'd wanted to do something like Swim the Channel, then I'd be pursuing that. But there's nothing of that really appeals to me right now. Um, yeah, nothing like that really appeals to me to me right now. I I, I spend and in terms of setting yourself a challenge and achieving that challenge. Have I done that? Yes, of course I have. I've done like five albums in the last few years um, of 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 music. Um, that was a challenge I've set myself, and I've and and I've enjoyed achieving that. Um, I set myself the challenge of speaking at a conference um, in a work context and I did that twice last year and I was very proud of the achievement for that. I didn't do it for charity. Um, 
it's not like I'm raising lots of money with those things. I didn't raise any money with any of those things. Um, But if I get good at it, there's no reason why I couldn't do those endeavours and raise money at the same time. I, uh, what have I done? I did, um, in, in terms of the music thing, I've also gone to my local um, uh, scouts and um, done a musical thing there to just to try and get kids to try out making music and, and see how much fun that they can get from that and inspire the kids. So again, that's something that I can do with 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 those talents or, I'll say talents, but maybe skills that I've, 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 I've built some amateurish little skills that I can use. So yeah, maybe some good can come out of it. Um, but I'm not at the stage where I can throw a concert and raise, raise money for charity through that sort of thing. Uh, cause I can't think anybody would turn up. Um, anyway, that's kind of the topic that I wanted to cover on the 24. So thanks for the prompt again, fine rich on, um, uh, for me to, 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 to cover that topic. Um, my reason for not listening through to the whole recording before publishing it on the 24th was because a, I'd already recorded that, um, you know, I'd, I'd already recorded that, that whole topic on my way walking to, uh, the supermarket and it had failed to record and then I recorded it all the way on the way back from the supermarket and again as you know the recording was uh, was unlistenable so um, by the time I finished the recording my daughter was ready to go and she wanted to you know and I, I wanted to take her home <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to want to keep leave her hanging around for 20 minutes while I listened back to the recording so that's why I only listened to the first minute and then because it sounded okay, I then hit the publish button. Um, yeah, maybe I should have just saved the recording and come back to it later that day and listen to it later that day before publishing it. That's probably what I should have done. Um, but that's that's my explanation for that. Um, yeah, the other topic I wanted to cover very quickly was again something that Simon Rich mentioned in his um, in his post. I think it was from the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth, was it? Um, his post, uh, he mentioned email newsletters being a feature of um, that that many sort of most, more successful podcasters use, or people that are podcasting with a business um, outcome in mind, that they like to have newsletters. And he was talking about, well, you know, what's the benefit of having it as a newsletter? Why don't you just post these things on Twitter, um, uh, or put them on a website or something like that? And um, I think that's a really good point, and I think from a consumer's perspective, um, from a from a user's perspective, yeah, it's great to be able to choose and and receive that messaging on on Twitter, um, if you want to go on Twitter or Facebook, if that's your your your, your type of thing, or LinkedIn or wherever, um, going to a blog page, that's that's great from a user perspective, um, but from a business perspective, uh, it's about actually having a a database of contacts um, and a big part of commercial podcasting is potentially to be building up your database of contacts so that you can then uh, use that database of contacts as an audience for um, for whatever messaging that you want to send out whether it's um, 
uh, information, marketing, maybe you want to try and sell something. So a lot of these newsletters will have a load of free content and also include an opportunity for you to buy something if you might want to buy some added value offering that this business that's offering this podcast that they offer and that's how they make their money that they need to make in order to <laughs> fund creating all this free content so uh yeah so that's the it's the old freemium thing isn't it where you give give away stuff for free to lots of people and then you charge or you sell things that are a value to a small number of people and enough of them to fund the free content that you're giving away um that's the that's the exchange that we make isn't it um on the internet with with free free stuff and freemium models so yeah un, un, unfortunately it's necessary for uh for businesses if they want to operate that kind of model or co- some kind of commercial podcasting that they will need to build up a contact list or database of contacts and the email address is the longest uh running a most persistent way of identifying people isn't it let's be honest it's email's been around since 1972 i think it was maybe 71 and the email address is the is the uniform identifier of people uh any service that you use you will sign up pretty much with an email address or maybe a mobile phone number but it will tend to be one of those two things in almost every case because then that gives that service that company that app a way of communicating proactively to you as a user or you as a customer it gives them a way of contacting you rather than leaving that business in your in the situation where they they can put out messages but they've got no guarantee that you're going to be looking for their twitter their tweets or their uh the blog post on their on their website or facebook post they want to be able to send stuff to you rather than just put something out there and see whether people consume that messaging so that's why they want to be able to send messaging out and then that's why they want your user email address or mobile number so that they can send messages to you. Um again that's isn't that the value that we that we we as users um offer to sorry apologies for the running water sounds I'm just cleaning some dirty stuff out of the sink. Um that's the the value that we offer as as non-paying users of services. Um, is is our contact data so of course that's the best way of gathering uh, email addresses for your contact database is to offer a newsletter that people can subscribe to and get additional content and by doing that they have given you permission effectively to uh, to send them emails and that's the that's the quid pro quo that's the exchange of of value from the uh, from the user to the business in exchange for the business giving content, podcast content or whatever, to users. So, 
that's my view. It, it can't be Google, um, it can't be Facebook IDs, it can't be um, uh, uh, Twitter handles, it can't be um, anything like that because those things just come and go, don't they? If you were doing it 15 years ago, it would have been a MySpace was that would have that would have been a major way of identifying people myspace is gone isn't it effectively and email is still there so yeah email that's why email newsletters are so important i think rich anyway um thank you very much everyone for listening and um yeah take care of yourselves and apologies for the long one but uh there we go um yeah, speak to you again soon. Toodle-boo.